Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Um, yeah, we're here. We're still kind of on a weird schedule, so thank you for bearing with us. Um, today we are recapping House of what is this episode called? House of House Phantoms, of Fan- House of Surrender. It doesn't show up on Google Docs on my phone when I try to click the titles of stuff. House of Phantoms, House of Surrender, and the, now for some housekeeping as well. So we had a few cast birthdays that we need to say happy birthday to. Um, happy birthday to Animal Boy 10, whose birthday is May 8th, and happy birthday to Bobby Lockwood, whose birthday is May 24th. Also, happy birthday to Jax. If you don't know who that is, that's my parents' dog. It's his birthday today, May 12th. Um, happy birthday to everyone. Happy birthday to Jax specifically. <laughs> happy happy birthday. birthday. Oh, wait. <laughs> the next thing isn't a birthday. But very exciting news. Um, Our friend, Alex Sawyer, is going to play Alexander Hamilton in a West End production of Hamilton. So, but is it uh, only like every other Monday or something weird like I that? I think he might be an alternate. Oh, okay. yeah, I think it. He sounded like it, he was like the first show of every week. So I'm thinking like once a week he covers. But you know what? Good for him. Very exciting. Um, you know I love a London boy. Yeah, I'm so proud of him because that's like such a huge role. Even if he's not like the main main Hamilton, like just getting even just getting to be Alexander Hamilton once a week is like insane, and he deserves it because he's so talented. That is very cool. I would love to see. I hope we get like some type of recording. Mm-hmm. Of or if I can like somehow fly to London. I really want to. Do. This is just convincing me even more. Squad trip, no. squad trip, squad trip. <laughs> we can somehow <laughs> arrange a squad trip to England. That would be, God, 2012 us would just be in shock if we, <laughs> if we all had a squad uh, trip to London. We're going to have to put a lot of ads in our pocket. <laughs> Yeah, y'all. Start, our our PayPal is somewhere. I don't know. Do we have an Do you want to donate to the uh, Go to London Fund? Podcast <laughs> PayPal. I can. I can probably get us free room and board for a few, at least like two days. So we just need to I'll get there. It. I'll take it. Would it be weird okay. if we waited by the stage door for Alex and we're like, we're the podcast I feel girls? Like he, I feel like he'd be like, ah, you like he'd like you would maybe us. recognize us. Yeah, I would hope we so. To, we just have to wear the shirts. We just have to all wear it. was back with merch. <laughs> to the play to West End production. <laughs> Would be the most underdressed, but you gotta do what you gotta do. We put them on after we... Those are our, We don't wear coats. That's what we wear. Oh, okay. Oh, our coats is like the Nubis backwards Yes. <laughs> I wonder if Redbubble does that. We can do like coat version. They probably the do like a jacket. We'll check after we record. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry to y'all who are listening to this. We had like the most unhinged 30 minutes before we, we, we had to pre talk to start recording. So, anyway, I'm going to get into this episode. We open as per usual with the iconic intro, and then we see Nina falling through the floor in the Senate game. The Sabunas all scream and they ask if she can hear them. They all start crying. Amber asks if she can get off the board. Patricia asks Fabian. He says, What have I done? Patricia reassures him that it's not his fault and tells him to tell them what to do. Fabian tells them to retrace their steps and they all try to get off the board we hear robert's voice saying my warnings ignored now count the cost continue the task and all will be lost but if fallen friends you wish to reclaim you have no choice but to finish the game amber points out if they continue they'll all be lost but they have to continue if they want to see nina again patricia says that nina must be okay if they can reclaim her but alvin points out that that doesn't mean that nina is in one piece fabian runs off distraught uh so i personally think we uh should have just left nina to rot because like what a better exit <laughs> yeah the whole time like great. i was like the scene felt so over dramatic but i think it's because i just didn't care that nina was gone <laughs> i was just like why are we so upset guys just carry on without her which is really bad but it is what it is what happens 
instead of um like whatever happened in season three, they just like left Nina like in a hole. <laughs> and Nina died in the cellar, somewhere in a tunnel. They could have no, okay, so okay, sad. Just to not be too morbid, like they could have found her very dehydrated, and she just you know she's in the hospital. She'll be okay, guys. Just not good enough to come to school for the year. Sorry. Uh, I like how I had another note, and I knew I had. Um, also Amber looked so panicked. Like my poor baby. She did, and so did Fabian. I do feel bad for them. This is a very stressful episode for the Sabunos, right? Except for, this... except, except for one in particular seems to be holding it together, and we'll we'll talk about that a little later. Um. So then they all go into the study, and Fabian says that they can't do this without Nina. Saint Carl appears and says she has no use for them since the chosen one has failed and she starts like shooting beams at them then we cut to the hospital grand's monitor is beeping and then fabian tells sankara to stop and she'll never get the mask without them because they need to find nina sankara tells them that they have three days so i'm sure this also goes to the note a little bit earlier not that much earlier but amber thinking it's a dream at first when they see sankara and she's just like okay time to wake up but then Alfie says something like, not only is she scary, she's really annoying about Sankara. And I like, I oh, lost it. Like, that was a good line. That was freaking hilarious. Also, can we just like get Alfie to a therapist ASAP? Mm-hmm. All of them, actually. Yes. Them. I mean, you're right. But there's something in Especially... the scene that Alfie says. And I'm like, get that boy to a therapist. Let's go. <laughs> this whole scene too, I was like, damn, they really almost died right there. Like literally almost died. This is like, getting dark. Kill you all by shooting beams of light. <laughs> yeah. So back at the hospital, Gran is panting but okay. At breakfast Fabian and Amber say that they haven't slept. Fear walks in and asks where Nina is. She says that she had a message from the hospital since Gran had a bad night and Gran is stable but they would like Nina to go in. She asks Amber where Nina is and Amber stammers but Patricia walks in and says Nina is already at the hospital. So uh Patricia did not attend Nina's school of lying and like good for her. Someone Honestly, needed yeah. to actually know how to lie. Yeah like I'm preemptively giving her the brain cell for that moment right like alone. She killed it. And if you remember, like, not even, like, five minutes ago when I was like, someone's not struggling, it's Patricia. She's not the one not struggling. She's holding yeah. it together. And Sabuna, in other ways. Maybe not so much, but we'll get there. We will get there. Yeah. She's doing her best, besties. <laughs> the Sabuna starts to leave to go, quote-unquote, save Sabuna. Eddie walks in and asks Patricia if she'd like to try Eddie's famous breakfast snack. She says, sure. She'll see him at lunch, then leaves. Eddie looks at Mart and tells her that Patricia's crazy about him and it's kind of embarrassing. Eddie, like, still breakfast, so Patricia just being like lol see you at lunch bye <laughs> hey she can have breakfast for lunch she yeah. can she was ready she was like okay yeah um also famous breakfast stack is obviously getting served at the restaurant right yeah yes yeah oh, what are we is it just like a stack of pancakes do we like it must be things between How, the pancakes what do you think and, eddie does to make it special i don't know pancakes, waffles about french toast bacon sausage like it's so in a hoagie just, like, all in a hoagie all in a hoagie I forget. For some reason, I have Wawa's tweet notifications. I, I don't know why. But every I time I see brand. the word hoggy, ho- hoggy, hoggy, I'm like, yeah, felt that. Eddie runs Wawa's. Uh, That's what Eddie Miller does in the future. He runs Wawa's social medias. It's I his love dream that job. for him. Free hoagies for life. Eddie waking up one day, Patricia, how do I bring up hoagies today? And she's like, he's like, save me. She's like, divorce papers, let's go right now. Oh my god. In the foyer, they all are trying to figure out what to do. Fabian says that they need to practice. Patricia's mad that they're all giving up on Nina, especially Fabian. Fabian says he would never give up on Nina, and they have to be sure about this because he can't lose anyone else. Don't mess with Fabian. He got so angry in that scene. <laughs> he was like, 
Like, it wasn't just a casual, like, oh, we're gonna, like, I'm not gonna give up on Nina. It was like, I would never give up on Nina. He was so serious about it. For Nina, for the mask, for Sabuna. Yeah. They haven't said that in a while, have they? There's a part later in this episode where I thought they were gonna say it and they didn't. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, chop chop, ladies. Vera walks into Victor's office and asks him what disturbed him last night. He says the spirit that gave her the mark of Anubis and points out that Nina has one too. Vera says that Nina has disappeared and left a letter that she's staying with some relatives. Victor says as far as he knows, she has no other relatives in the UK. Vera asks if she should check it out, but Victor says having her out of the way is better. Vera says she makes Victor nervous, and Victor says she's a potential threat. It's just so funny, because, like, what if she was actually in serious trouble and she disappeared? Like, it's literally their job to take care of her, and they're like, whatever, she's fine. Like, <laughs> she's not she's getting her way. They're really like, Nina could be dead, well, good. <laughs> I feel like Victor would prefer it if Nina was dead most of the time. Probably. Like, Nina is a hassle for me, specifically, so I'm glad that she's dead or kidnapped or whatever. Well, didn't they kind of do the same thing with Patricia when she got kidnapped? They were like, well, we can't get involved, and they just They were like, well, Patricia's kind of annoying, so we don't want to deal with her obsession with Joy, so we're just gonna, you know, let them all get kidnapped. (laughs) Somebody take away their their teaching licenses or their care licenses. Like, I'm sure Victor would have had to go through something. Some sort of formal training. I don't training. think so. I think he just has dirt on Mr. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Surprising Mr. Sweet entrusts his own son to Victor, though. I mean, you're not wrong there, either. I like how my nails just got real close to the camera, because I was like, they're very cute. They're very pretty. I got them done. Mine are not. Last week. Mine are chips. At school, Mars telling Patricia she keeps treating Eddie the way she is. She might lose him. Patricia says it's the way they talk to each other and that he likes it. Mars says that she saw his face and the banter stuff was good as part of the chase, but they should a- start acting like a couple. Mara is right and makes a valid point. See, you But I don't think that? they should lose all their banter. So you say that and like, I was going to make a note, but I deleted it because I was, I didn't feel like it. But I was like, Mara, you're not wrong, but you should also mind your own business in this case. And that's more me thinking how I know Mara's relationship goes, not like. True. Like, that's true. Yeah. You're not wrong talk? for saying something, but like I think Patricia's a little bit of an overthinker, especially when it comes to her like romantic relationship, because she's like well, she's never done that before. So I just really don't think you need to get in her head at all. But we don't really like we kind of see it, but it's just it's comedic relief in this episode. It's not really mm-hmm. like a drama. Also, um, in the background of this scene, the whole time I was distracted because Emily or Locker was behind Patricia. So oh, love how so I have cool. Locker near Patricia. I feel so special. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way it should be. Honestly, yeah. In the classroom, Joy is entering her article for some type of like blogger award. And Eddie asks if she enters Mara's article and she says no. He says good because he doesn't want the sweetie junior thing going global. Joy says since she's the editor, she's choosing to submit her own article. I I didn't write this as a note, but like I love the implication that like anyone outside of the school would care about Mr. Swooping Eddie. I was thinking about that. So true. He's like, I don't want anyone else to know. Like, who else is gonna care? Right. I mean, unless it somehow got back to, like, somewhat one of the schools he came from. But, like, even that, I feel like they'd be like, who's they'd be like, All right. They don't, like, they don't know who Mr. Sweet is. So, like, how exactly. would that be embarrassing? Exactly. I also would have to, like, name him by name. It would have to be, like, to, like Edison Sweet from someplace in New Jersey, born on blank day at blank time, who went to blank schools. His dad is the headmaster at blank school. Like, it would, and, and then, you know. Let's say it did get put on this, like, contest or whatever. Everyone's reading How it. many people are actually reading the contest <laughs> website? You know? They're all reading. Only nerds. Respectfully. Only nerds. 
that's not going viral. So they're all <laughs> Laura, Jen, Laura Jaffrey's okay. got that website pulled up. She's ready to read all the articles. <laughs> that's true. High school blogging competition website. Everyone's reading it, and they decided that Mr. Sweet being Eddie's dad is so embarrassing. They don't. Who's Eddie? Who's Mr. Sweet? We don't know, but it's embarrassing. <laughs> also, didn't the article technically talk about Jerome and his dad? Yeah, yeah it also straight up said Jerome's dad is in jail and all this stuff. It. Congrats, Eddie. Your daddy issues were just exposed to literally no everyone and no one at the same time. It's yes. like Eddie's daddy issues and Jerome's daddy issues were both exposed, but like I don't know who would care. I'd probably just be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Anyways. So this Patricia walks into the classroom and she asks Eddie how he feels about taking up a shared interest. He says, like what? She says, jogging. He says that she hates jogging. She says ballroom and he points out that she was a bad dancer. And then she says noodling and he says he likes the sound of that one. Um, side eye emoji. <laughs> also, this scene is so iconic. I, I love how I, like, I knew it was coming and I was like, yes, we are serving today. <laughs> I completely forgot about this scene. It was so funny. Like, Eddie's face was like, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I got away with that on Nickelodeon. I know. Yeah. But I guess, like, it would go over your head if uh, you were a child, to be honest, so. So, um, here's the PG-13 appropriate definition of noodling. Patricia tells Eddie that that means fishing with your hands, and he says no. He asks if she's okay, and she says that they should do things as a normal, happy-functioning couple, and he asks if she'll stop crushing his hand if he says yes. Then Mara comes in and asks Joy why she didn't tell her about entering her article for the contest and says Mr. Sweet told her. She thinks Joy and asks if that means that they're okay again. Joy says yes and looks stressed. Eddie shakes his head at her. Fabian, Amber, and Alfie are in the lounge practicing using a chessboard. They're all stressed and Fabian says he can't do it. Jerome asks what's up with the group geek out and Alfie says some Asian board game you know what Fabian's like. Jerome says he also knows what Alfie's like and pulls him aside. He says he wants to know what's going down and Alfie says nothing is. Jerome says that Nina has disappeared. He asks if Rufus, he asks if it's Rufus and points out that Alfie promised to tell him if it has anything to do with Rufus. Alfie promises that it has nothing to do with Rufus and says that Nina is worried about her gran and that they're covering for her. He promises Jerome and that that's all. Jerome looks at them, seemingly suspicious, but is also relieved that it's not about Rufus. First of all, shout out to Jerome for being super observant and realizing, mm-hmm. like, something was going on. Um, second of all, let Jerome and Sabuna. I think it's time. True. And then, also, Jerome knows Nina's missing. He loves that. But I don't know how no one else knows Nina's missing. Yeah, I don't think anyone else even, like... They're like, all probably like, oh, wow, no one's mentioned... They're all probably like, no one's mentioned America in five minutes. Feels good. Cool. It's and then, um, speaking of Nina, we cut to some room where she is, and she's laying on the ground, passed out. That said, rest in peace. Now I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. Anyway, um, now for a word from our sponsors. Anyways, back to Health of Anubis. So Nina wakes up on the ground and she looks around. She tries to get out of the room she's in, but she can't. Ghost Victor appears and tells her that there's no way out and he paid his calls many years ago. Then she says he's not Victor. He says he's Victor Sr. and she must be referring to his worthless son because he's dead. She assumes that she is too. He tries to tell her she's alive, but she passes out. I know this was supposed to be a serious scene, but I laughed. It was really funny when she passed out. No, no, no. And she class. was like, then that must mean, and then just like, dead. <laughs> also, that's concrete. Girl probably ended up with a concussion, and we do not drive right? that. She's passing out on the ground. Her and Kate, Nina Martin, KT Rush, passing out on the cold, hard ground. They just chosen one thing. Were injured. Yeah. 
just being Robert Frobisher Smythe's secret great grandchildren or grandchildren or whatever the hell. Great, 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 great. In class, Miss Valentine is talking about tragedies. Fabian tells Amber that it's wrong that they're in class when Nina is missing. Miss Valentine mentions the hero or heroine and tragedies coming to an untimely end in Fabian's dream. Not this time, she doesn't. When everyone looks at him, he runs out. Amber and Patricia think he's having a breakdown. Miss Valentine asks if everything's okay, and Amber says he's a bit upset about something and runs after him. Jerome asks Alfie what that was, and he says it's fine. Fabian really said it's time for a mental breakdown, and frankly, I relate. Same. Same, especially this week. Fabian runs towards Mr. Sweet's office and Amber runs after him. He says that they need to tell Mr. Sweet and find Nina, maybe dig up the tunnels. Amber tells him that he's not thinking straight and he says the only one that is and knocks on Mr. Sweet's door and Mr. Sweet says enter. Fabian rushes in and Amber follows him. Honestly though, good for him. Took them two whole seasons for someone to be like, maybe we should ask for help. Yeah. In the tunnels, Nina wakes up and calls out for Victor Sr. Mr. Sweet is angrily hanging up the phone. Fabian asks to talk to him and he says he needs five minutes he has a fish crisis in the cafeteria and leaves his office. Um, for some reason, the fish, like, just Mr. Sweet going, we have a fish crisis, just made me lose it. Like, I, it sent me. <laughs> I don't know why it sent me, but it just, it sent me. Do you think he improv that? Like, I can imagine them doing multiple takes where he just said, like, random things to get him out Maybe. of the office. I would love that, actually. And I'm just, the school has a cafeteria. Right, yeah. We've never seen it. They never eat in there. They always eat in the, They're like, like wild <laughs> area. Yeah. I would, and, like, or, like, so, they go back to the house for food. Yeah. Unless they have, like, unless it's kind of, like, your regular, like, you can go back to your house and get, like, make your own lunch or, like, you can get what's, like, I don't want to say catered, but, like, served for the day. Maybe. But they have, like, a house and they have, like, a house mother who makes them food all the time. So that they also have, like, cafeteria employees that make food when they're at school. Maybe well, it's, okay. like, a school where not everyone's a boarding student. Well, because if you look later when it's the, I think it's the next scene, the scene with Patricia and Eddie, that looks more like it's a cafeteria sandwich not a I went back to the house and made it sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, maybe so maybe it's one cafeteria. of those things where like you could go to the cafeteria and get food or you can go to like maybe they're not supposed to go back to the house but occasionally kids do. Maybe. Because we don't see them go to the house for lunch a lot but sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. But we don't normally see them like have a full lunch right? Like at the yeah. house. Yeah they never there's never like yeah it's always like, dinner or breakfast. Like, pre-packaged sandwiches and stuff at this cafeteria. Maybe. And apparently fish. Fish yeah. So Amber tells Fabian he can be putting Nina's life in more danger by getting a grown-up involved. Fabian says he knows that, but maybe if she knew, if he knew that she was alive, it would be different. Nina hears them from the tunnels and screams, hello, I'm down here, can you hear me? They're able to speak to her through the vent, and they're excited she's okay. Fabian tells Nina he's gonna get her out of there. Hashtag Nina lives. So I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time. <laughs> Mr. Sweet walks back in and asks Fabian what he's doing, and he says he thinks he dropped a coin. Mr. Sweet asks what Fabian wanted to talk to him about while Nina is still asking if they can hear her. Mr. Sweet asks what that was. Fabian says, quiet! And then, quiet, a funny story. Mr. Sweet asks if Fabian's alright, and Amber says he's suffering from stress and needs to lie down. They leave. Fabian was in Nina's uh, school of flying. <laughs> yeah, that was bad one. Quiet, a funny story. <laughs> Nina, I mean, Amber honestly did a better job than she did in the morning here. Like, she tried. She did her best. She got them out of the office. That's true. That's the most important part. Rufus calls Vera and asks her about her progress. He asks if Victor still thinks she's on his side, and she says yes. He says to get him the mask and she'll be rewarded. She asks about failing as Victor walks into the room, and Rufus tells her failure is not an option. Victor asks her what she's talking about, so she quickly gets off the phone. Victor asks who that was, and she says it's the organizer of a national bake-off, and they want her to enter her cake. She says that she worries about failure. He says he does too, but worries about failing to protect her from the spirit looking for the mask. He's 
because of this, he's decided she should move out. When your ex hits you up out of the blue. <laughs> Rufus and Vera? <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> she was just like, oh, you. Like, what do you want? <laughs> Leave me alone. I want money. You just want eternal life. <laughs> In the lounge, Patricia takes half of Eddie's sandwich and gives him half of hers. He says that he doesn't like the cheese on hers and points out that she doesn't like Una. She says that she's trying to share because that's what couples do. Then he takes back his sandwich and calls her a sub thief. Amber and Fabian come in and tell Patricia to come with them. Patricia says, later it's fish face and Eddie says, that's more like it. Wait, he called her a sub thief? Excuse me? Yes, I, I made a note about it. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> I just, just called it now. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I, Go wrote, ahead, I wrote that he said that because I made a note about it, but Emily has notes first. Uh, Patricia is really, really trying so damn hard right now and like Eddie's a little a little, a little confused a little confused she said it's probably she did also the later fish face thing I don't know why that lives <laughs> on free in my mind also whenever I watch this episode I want a tuna sub so like guess what I currently want guys the tuna sub is that the yeah. fish fiasco in the cafeteria probably <laughs> probably it's like that they had tuna subs also Eddie when he's being bullied like Mark me down is scared and horny I mean, so true <laughs> is it couple either share food I don't want to swap listeners like that. Like listeners, if you ask me ahead of a t- like if you ask me ahead of time, like yeah. I've done an agreed upon thing where we each order something knowing it's going to complement each other and we're going to eat both things together. But okay, like, that's not just, fair. Yeah. Like, yeah, listeners, sound off because um, it's giving uh Tom and Wolflaw saying that eating pasta off each other's plate is <laughs> OTP. It's coupling. I mean, he's <laughs> right. is in that the OTP case, that he's right. <laughs> what? He was right I- in that case. That feels okay, more couple than just fair, like swapping that sandwiches. That was flirty, but the splitting sandwich thing isn't doesn't make sense. Why because are you they're getting... not splitting it? They literally just swapped. That's no, I thought she took half of his sandwich. No, she literally just took a sandwich. Oh, she like... just took his whole sandwich. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought she took half of it. Nope, she took his entire sandwich. <laughs> and then she gave him her sandwich. Like, just get whatever sandwich you want. I don't know. Besties, listeners, sound off in the comments. Is it couple to share food and or steal your significant other's food instead of eating your own? <laughs> like, it's one thing to, like, steal a bite off their plate or whatever. I, you steal fries. There, There's an agree. Like, there's, like, food that you can share. Like, appetizers. Right, yeah. That's different. Or fries. <laughs> but not swapping sandwiches sandwich that you didn't order. I'd be pissed like. if I got stuck with a tuna sub. I don't like tuna. Me neither. I'm with Patricia. Eddie doesn't like cheese, which is questionable. Like, how do you not like cheese, first and foremost? He said, he said maybe he's lactose intolerant, but I feel like we've seen Eddie eat other things that would not got, well, like that, You know what? That Patricia's dumping the gallon of milk on his head. Unfortunate. <laughs> I guess at least he didn't drink the milk that she dumped on his head. Um, then I made a note because Eddie in here calls her a sub thief when we have previously heard him refer to a sub as a hoagie. So um, I also kind of say both sub, sub and hoagie, but also interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Consider he's from New Jersey, which is where he picked up hoagie, but his mom is from an area that says sub. Like Maybe. Potentially. He is, he Potentially. Actually, I lost my train of thought there. He's he actually is- me because I also grew up in New Jersey with parents from the Midwest. That checks out. Yeah. I mean, I say sub, and my parents say sub, but I also say hoagie, but I say hoagie was from Wawa. Oh, very yeah, specific. I think I always just specific. say sub. Well, at Wawa, they call it a hoagie, so then you have to say you're eating That's a true. Hoagie. You have to say it's a hoagie, yeah. Good point. Plot twist. I don't know where I'm going with that, so I just said, I plot, plot twist. twist. No thought. Just plot twist. Well, Eddie, we're unsure 
sure if he likes we, subs or hoagies or both. If it's maybe, tuna, is it a sub? Maybe, like, depending on the kind of bread, he's like, this is a hoagie, but this is a sub. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I could see him doing that. I know, they're like, I know they're basically the same, Laura. I know that. He probably has his own, like, version for, like, why he does that. Like, there's, like, a very minuscule detail that makes the, the bread different. Or just tuna isn't a hoagie. That's also possible. Because I would really only deep diving into this. It was really like important. deli meat, not tuna. It's gotta be like a That's turkey fair. or a ham. That's fair. But he also put spaghetti in the roll and called it a hoagie. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I and think the writers realized. forgot that they had him call it a hoagie. Honestly, the that's probably really weird. That's also, probably the realistic like, answer. The writer staff is inconsistent through each episode, so maybe yeah. like, I don't think anybody was a miss. So then Eddie asked Jerome, oh, are we That's like one of the things, like, when you start, know, like, when you get older and you realize, like, you start, like, watching who, like, wrote what episode, you're like, ah, I know I'm gonna get some good content from this episode, because, like, this writer wrote XYZ. Yeah, like, I like this writer's content. Especially, like, yeah. ship content, I feel like you gotta... Oh, yeah. You can tell. Eddie asked Jerome if he's taking some time off from tailing Mara, and Jerome says he's never tailed Mara. They just often end up at the same place at the same time. Eddie asks where she is, and Jerome says he's prob- she's probably off reporting since that's all she's done since Joy entered the competition. Eddie says that Joy didn't enter Mara, she entered herself. I mean, Jerome also is, like, obsessed with Mara, but, like, he's also not wrong that they're often in the same place at the same time because they live in the same house and are in the same classes. That's true. Like, it's kind of... You're right. We gotta cut him some slack. It's not that hard for him to stalk her. It's like because not that they're weird. Just happen to, they are in the same place because they do live in the same house. And yeah. I mean, I think it's more like, what is he doing? Like, what are they both doing after school? Um, Jerome sure. is stalking Mara. <laughs> but for like eight hours a day, it's acceptable. I'm yeah. kidding. I am kidding. I'm kidding. I do not, like, do not come for me. That was a joke. Do not stalk people. But Yeah, don't actually stalk people, please. Honestly, it feels like it's one of those things where Mara's like, Oh, do you want to come with me while I do this? And he's like, hell, he's like, you know. Yeah, I don't think he's stalking her so much as like Mara enjoys having company. That too, yeah. Because I think I think Mara does obviously like cherish their friendship. So. So I think she's just trying to hang. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Mara's like weird to Alvi Jerome spending time with her. I think she's just like cool. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. I mean, I agree. Victor is telling Vera that she's the one with the mark. She's in danger. Vera tells him not to send her away, crying. He says that he's not just protecting her, and once he has the elixir mask, they will be together forever. He tells her that they should try to be strong and he walks away we see that Vera's fake crying I was glad that she's fake crying because I thought that the crying was really bad <laughs> the Sabunas are in the library and Alfie says he thought Fabian wasn't ready but he says he is now that he knows Nina's alive and he wants to get her back Jasper is telling Trudy that she should reconsider but she's saying that she wants to go to a therapist about her dreams and flashbacks Fabian tells them that he thought that they were closing for lunch Jasper says he's trying to dissuade Trudy from calling the therapist and she says it's to help her regain her memory. They all ask her if she thinks that that's a good idea. She says she's sorry goes to call a therapist. I said, besties, you all need therapy. You're really gonna tell Trudy not to get a therapist. Um, That's wrong. She probably needs therapy and you all need therapy. Correct. So true, bestie. And we are pro-therapy. We should not not encourage people to go to therapy if they, especially if they want to. Correct. So true. Anyways, gorgeous, gorgeous girls get therapy when they need it. Thank you. So true. And Trudy is a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And the rest of the Sabunas need therapy, but hopefully they realize that at some point. <laughs> Patricia says that it's going to be a world of awkward if Trudy gets her memory back. Fabian says that they should worry about that later and they start to enter the tunnels. Victor Senior appears to Nina again. He tells her that she has gift to see and that he could feel her gift. She says it's so powerful that she got benched. Victor Senior says tells her that he sought the power of the mask, but Robert was too clever for him and his son was too stupid to find him. Nobody came and he was left there to rot. She says that her friends are going to get her and she, he says for her sake he hopes they do. He disappears. She asks what they meant. he meant about the power of the mask and she calls out, come 
on, Fabian. So at one point, Nina goes, I thought I dreamt of you. And, but the caption said, I thought they drugged you. And I, I was so confused. <laughs> I had to replay the scene. <laughs> and you got drugged. That's also like, like that's how he died. It's like the one time it's when Amber's friends got run over by the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Victor Seeger is also so mean about Victor. He's just like talking shit on him. This is why right. Victor has all the issues. He's got mom. He's daddy who knows issues. where his mommy is. He's That's probably true. got mommy and daddy issues. That Poor was guy. mean. Let's be real. That boy was verbally and probably and emotionally abused. Well, and like just general neglect because it sounded like his dad was more obsessed, obsessed with eternal life than even like trying to be a father. I'm sure, and that's why Victor is now obsessed with eternal life. Therefore, Victor needs therapy. They all need therapy. Every single person in this entire show. I don't know if there's one character in this show that doesn't need therapy. Mick. I mean, Mick yes, is Mick living is, his best life. I also Mick maybe the, needs therapy for like moving. Like that's kind of traumatic having yeah, to move to another country. But not in the same way everyone else needs cheating on him. I also really love though that him. this just reminded me that Bobby was like yeah Mick's probably doing great because he doesn't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Mick is living his best life if anyone is. Right. He's just like playing soccer in Australia and like good for him. Um, so the Savannahs are playing Senate. Alfie points out that he's on a danger square, but Fabian says he's been watching the statues and he thinks he's going to point the other way and they need it to make progress for Nina. The statue doesn't move when he does and Fabian says that since there's one less player, one of them gets an extra move. He tells Alfie to take it, but he isn't sure they should go left or right. Alfie wants to go right, but Fabian tells him to go left and tells him he's positive it's a safe move. The statues turn at Alfie and the floor opens, but he grabs onto the edge. Amber screams. Alfie says, help, I can't hold on much longer. And that's the end of the episode. Um, hey Siri, play hold on by Cordo over streets <laughs> oh my brain my brain went hold on by the jonas brothers <laughs> there's a lot of hey sorry just play any song with the title hold any on. song called hold on love that um so that's the end of our episode i didn't write this in the notes but we got to give the brain cell of the week to somebody so patricia patricia yeah, easy patricia. She she's seemed... remaining calm yeah someone had to keep someone had to keep the shit together yeah i think everyone else is distressed and like rightfully so but patricia like was good at lying she was good at trying to like get everyone to like work together and the only thing she was whatever she's doing with eddie is questionable but like she's doing good with the sabuna stuff and i'm proud of her and ship of the week petty for the noodling yeah i guess we get petty we did have some petty chaotic content and i guess i'll give fabina half a point because fabian is like big sad because of nina <laughs> true yeah so before we do any sort of game, um, we got some voice memos this month, oh, we got so voice we should memos? listen to those. We got two from the same guy. Let me pull them up. You'll just send them to me so I can put them in the actual episode, not the like recording over. Okay. Okay. So, so they're both from Josiah, and this first one just says Sarah deserves better. I'm really excited. So true. I agree. I haven't heard it yet, but yeah. Everyone, my name is Josiah. First off, I just want to say that I am a huge fan of the podcast. I oh, discovered it in January of this year, and honestly, it's been like the best thing to happen to me because when I started watching House of Anubis I was a child like I was literally I think 10 when the first season came out so I wasn't on social media so I didn't even know there was like a whole online fandom while I was watching the show I literally thought like it was just me and my mom but anyways so I'm a little bit behind but I just watched episode 32 of season two which is House of Tricks House of Whispers is something that I wanted to say was when Nina was talking about the dollhouse in this episode she was saying like oh like we need to lock up the dollhouse maybe Sarah will finally give us a clue or something like that and I just want to say Sarah has been giving them clues to the dollhouse for every single task and they're acting like she doesn't do anything so I'm just like why are they like calling Sarah out like put some respect on her name she's been helping them for the entire season and they're just being rude so yeah 
So true, Josiah. So true. Um, first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm so glad you found it. Even though like we've been going since 2020, it's cool that people are still finding it. And I love that you can just kind of like start from the beginning and like go through this whole journey with us. Um, you, but yes. You can't see your reactions, but I like I got real soft feel I got real soft. I, I was like, oh like I'm glad that you really enjoyed the podcast. And then we were also like super on board with everything you said. If you all saw our reactions, I was like snapping. I was like, yes, 100%. Sarah does deserve better. They're being really mean to her and she didn't do anything to them. She actually helped them. It's trying to help them. And they're like, she doesn't help me for five seconds or we don't understand her clues. We're mad. (laughs) All right. So then the second one is this is an anti-joy account. This one might hurt me, but I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to go in with an open mind. Like, we'll we'll hear you out. Hi, it's Josiah again. I'm sorry. I just have a lot of of thoughts and ideas and i just need to say something else about house of tricks house of whispers so in this episode when they're doing the like school newspaper stuff and joy i guess is like the new editor i was really confused first off i just like can't support joy i'm really sorry she was like throwing shade at mara and i'm like i thought you guys were supposed to be besties because she was like oh like you know the new website needs an like an update and you know because someone had to like ruin our old website and someone like we're not gonna be doing lies on this website and then mara was like oh like I have a really cool idea for an article to human interest piece and enjoys like sorry Mara this human's not interested I was like damn girl what the hell's wrong with you I thought you guys were friends and uh, I mean everything she with Nina too so I know Joy went through a lot of trauma but the way they portrayed her in the show I just cannot support her no matter what maybe my mind will change when I get to season three but as of right now I like literally cannot stand Joy at all okay that's it like I I, I think your feelings are completely valid and like I 100% like I like I don't like I agree with you but I don't agree with you which is so like I understand the Joy why I we don't like Joy don't. I see that I understand yeah. that I hear that and I, I think that's part of the thing because like how season 3 plays out for her and how like even the end of season 2 mm-hmm. like I think like and I will always go into and this is not something I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast or if this is just something I started to realize in other shows I watch it's do you dislike the character or do you just like how the character was written? Because when you start thinking about it that way, you kind of start to realize this character isn't a bad character, but they got they got bad arcs. They got bad storylines. And so it's not that you necessarily hate the character, you hate the role the writers decided to send them on. And that's like, I think the big problem with like the big joy, I don't even want to call yeah. it joy. That's the big joy thing is that it's not that joy is a bad character or it's not the, it's like they decided to make joy the villain and like they would stop and they'd start again and they'd stop. And like, yeah, <laughs> they couldn't decide if they like wanted to like make joy have like a well-rounded character arc or if they just kind of wanted joy to be mean and then sometimes they have joy have like a well-rounded character arc where she has like backstory and you can tell why she's like the way that she is and like stuff that she's gone through and like there's somewhere in joy's character like a good character arc and there's sometimes they're just like let's just make joy be really mean It'd be really mean to everybody and we're not going to really have a good reason that she's being like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In those moments when she's being mean, it sucks knowing like, oh, I do love her as a character, but it's like, how can I defend her for saying these things? You know, yeah. <laughs> like they're like, she does some pretty bad stuff. So, well, thank you, Josiah. Those were very good voice memos. So feel free to send more. And obviously everyone else, we love, love, love when you send us voice memos. It is so fun. So you can send us a voice memo whenever you want on anchor.fm slash Anubis backwards. And we will happily play them on the podcast and react to them. So send them in. Yeah. Um. So I didn't like prepare a game. We can play a game. Can we do that stupid like shuffle playlist thing? Because I don't know That's why I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's what we did last time, but we can do it again. 
It's been like a month. Come on. All right. Who wants to go first? Me as soon as I'm done downloading some of the songs that I forgot that I wanted to include. Okay. I'm good. I got Passing Time by Heffron Drive featuring Logan Henderson. AKA it's a big time rush song without being a big time rush song. Um, and to that, I would just like to say it gives me Joy Mercer vibes mm. because it gives me mental illness vibes. And I don't know why whenever I get a mental illness song, I'm like, it's a Joy song, besties. Yeah. Yeah. She is in fact looking for the rush that makes her feel alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Should I go next? Yeah. So my first one, I got This Love, Taylor's version. Go stream it. Um, I think this is a petty song. This love is good. This love is oh, bad. This yeah. love is alive back from the dead. Whoa. This love came back to me. Yeah. Because they were... On again, off again. So, feels fitting. I just got About Damn Time by Lizzo. Um, I don't know about anybody. They're all <laughs> great time. This is just I the, just, like, dance party, like, at the end. They're just vibing. Yeah, this I is, like, the... All the girls. This feels like yeah. a song that, like, Joy and or Mara would, like, be dragging all their friends to the dance floor for. Yeah, that they would just be, like, girl time, like, Anubis yeah. sisterhood, let's dance. Or KT, like, Sober Joy, Drunk Mara, Sober KT would be like, let's go! They would be doing the TikTok the dance. Yeah. I feel like Joy would know the TikTok dance. Oh, 100%. I've come to the conclusion that Alfie and Jerome would run, like, a prank TikTok together, and it would be, like, super viral. It would. Um. So, my second song is people watching by conan gray which if you saw my tweet that this is the song is for the asexuals who romanticize fictional relationships thank you very much anyways um uh i really don't like i can't think of an hoi character that fits that vibe that's the problem like i guess technically it would have to be kt because she ends that's the what show i was single. gonna say yeah. yeah that's the only reason i would say kt because she ends the show single not that i think she's we really don't know her sexuality yeah all right I got You Signed Up For This by Maisie Peters. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I'm a new Maisie Peters stan, so I don't know all the words to this song, so Laura, Um, help me out. I'm 20 and probably I'm sent right now. Didn't we all get this a few weeks ago? Did we get you sent over this? We probably I feel like did. You did like the first time. I may we did have. This. That's so funny. Um, maybe it's like all of them. It's just like I'm young and I don't really know what's like going on. You know, no. Nina. I know. I feel, like, I feel like it's got main character energy. I know I'll get better. I'm just not better yet. Joy, Me? even. Yeah, scared of everything, but I'm making it punk is very uh, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is all of them. Just like a coming of age song. Yeah, it's very much a coming of age song. Yeah. Um, I'm Thank you for sure your my help. Time, my mess song was also. Maisie Peters. It's from the Trying soundtrack. It's Helicopter. I don't know. This is like a very mushy, like, kind of love song, but it's like, oh my god, my phone is shuffling. Um, Helicopter by Maisie Peters. It's very, um, like, I'm worried about you. Like, I want to make sure you're okay. Fabian. Fabian Tanina? Yeah, in this episode specifically. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got Kitchen Light by uh, Xana, which is a fan freaking tastic song stream tantrums for clear skin it is also a what is with me um so it's like an unrequited love song but like it's 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 gay to put it kindly so just like trying to think think of like kt fits those vibes yes but no <laughs> i'm gonna go with koi koi yes. there's literally a line that goes i can't be mad because he's your man and i'm like wow yes koi koi great koi. love it oh the dog all right i got one step forward three steps back by olivia rodrigo this could also be petty in a way, or like Jabian maybe. Oh. I'd even argue Jeroy. Oh, but like, and this song I feel like doesn't have a happy ending though. Like, yeah, you love me, want me, hate me, boy, I don't understand. I think Jabian. I'm gonna go Jabian. It's always back and forth. Did I say something wrong? It's back and forth. 
going over everything I said. I'm gonna go JB in, but really we could, I mean, all the couples go through distress. They, yeah, you could probably yeah. argue this for a lot of them. <laughs> so my next song is As It Was by Harry Styles. I've been just listening to like straight bobs, as we can see. Yeah. I love that though. Laura's actually just my TikTok FYP right now. Yeah, I would say as it was, it's kind of just all of them. It really isn't the same as it was for like literally any of them, especially if you're talking about the end of the show from the beginning of the show. Like they yeah, all been they've all shit. been changed. Yeah. Uh, I got Rapunzel by Emlyn or Emil Emilyn. I don't know. Her name is spelled E M L Y N. Also, her music slaps. If you like angry feminist bops, so give her a listen. If you again like angry feminist bops, but this one is about like you're in a relationship, but like. It's like a secret relationship. But like it's more to- like I would say it's Jarillo, but like the more toxic version of Jarillo. Hmm. All right. So I just got A Little Opera Goes a Long Way by Sky Sailing, which is actually just Owl City, but it's like a side project. Um and all this this these lyrics are very flowery and descriptive and hard to understand the story. I think overall it's just like he's it's kind of like cute and like I'll support you, I'll make sure you're okay when you're on your own a little opera goes the long way that's like the the hook and he's like i will help you i will catch you um kind of feels fabina fluffy like i'm here for you yeah that's what i'm gonna go with but it's very this song's very vague there's no like firm storyline i literally this ended up this ends on my repeat playlist because i put this album on whenever i need to fall asleep and i can't fall asleep because i've been doing it for like 10 years now so now it just like instantly calms me So my next song is this Love Taylor version, so we're going to skip that because we already did that. But the song after that is I'm Trying, Not Friends by Maisie Peters, which I would say maybe like uh, Mara and Jerome, like in season three. Yeah, not friends. Like, she's it mad. somewhere in between. Awful, and you miss, I miss you, I killed you in my dream last night. Yeah. Like, I feel like that has Jared season three energy, because I feel like uh, he really pissed Mara off. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd go Jara or Mara. Yeah. That's a good song. That's a bop. Yeah, that's a bop. I was having a great time screaming it at the Amazing Peters concert. We hate men. Okay, Um. Are we, we're not doing any, we're done with the song. I think, I think so, so, yeah. My laptop is about to be the way my laptop likes to be. So. We made it to the end. So I'm going to so. say um, thank you for everyone for listening. Please um follow us on social media on twitter we are a newest podcast on tiktok we're a newest podcast we're a newest podcast everywhere besides well, we're a newest sport. podcast on twitter but we're a newest oh. backwards pod everywhere else oh. <laughs> i know our social what? media i need to yeah i need to make one like you um we're a newest backwards as long pod as you find one account you can find our link tree yeah so yeah and i usually link our social medias in the description of this episode so like if i'm being really confusing you can look thank you <laughs> Um, don't worry thank you everyone for listening we'll see you when we see you i guess bye sabuna probably like july so much i wanted to say the way i see it is there anyone